better way to get better at football than playing football. So Taylor's gonna finish it. I've always been confident in my abilities. I think you know I'm a guy that can go out there, and I always believe in myself that I'm gonna get open and, and make the play if they throw me the ball. The third, Ryan end zone shot for Pierce. He caught it. Oh, what a! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Colts Cast. We're here to talk about everything and anything Indianapolis Colts. My name is Eric Smith, co-host of the Colts Cast on this lovely Sunday morning. Alongside me, as always, I have co-host Jamal Lawrence here. What up? Yo. Ugh, let's get right into it, guys. Let's get right into it. Rookie minicamp started on Friday. That was a delight. Huh? Mm-hmm. Got a glimpse of the new guys on the block. It's refreshing to see the Colts out on the field. Really is, you know. We've been exposed to just basketball and and baseball recently, some hockey, but haven't got to see. You know, we did have our spring game for the Gamecocks down here, but man, it it's nice to see some football back on the oh, field. Oh yeah. Um, it's not necessarily around the corner, but we we still have a lot to talk about for Colts, Colts Nation. Um, still focusing on the offense this episode. A lot of offense episodes. We're, we're going to explain why or why not Alec Pierce will be the biggest beneficiary of this offense in 2023. Jamal, where would you like to begin? We got to take a trip down memory lane. You know, I think it's only fair if we're going to talk about why or why not he'll be an, an integral part to this offense. We got to revisit what happened last year. All right, so rookie year for him. We're talking about 41 receptions, 78 targets, 593 yards, two touchdowns, long ball, 47 yards, 28 first downs. I, I like that. 28 first downs. Mm. It? I don't, you know, call it what you want. They could have been one yard slants, but a couple of those are definitely some 40 yard bombs. We all know that. Um, th- one of the biggest things about Alec Pierce about that 2022 season, it was it was pretty inconsistent especially when it came to the receptions to targets over a week-by-week basis. So just hang tight with me, Colts Nation. Let me just talk to you for a second. So we're going to start from week one, and I'm just going to spitfire these, so just pay attention. Week one, zero receptions, two targets. Week two, three receptions, five targets. Ooh, what? hold on. Was week one where he dropped that open, that that touchdown in the end zone? Just dropped it? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so we people can't forget. <laughs> there could be a that. reason why he had to lose. He didn't get any more after that. Um, <laughs> week three, four receptions, six uh, targets. Week four, that was the big one. Eight receptions, nine targets. Uh, week five, three for seven, six, three for four. Week uh, seven, three for five. Week eight, one for two. Week nine, zero oh for two. Week ten, three for eight. Week 11, 0 for 2. Week 12, 4 for 8. Week 13, 0 for 5. Week 14, 3 for 4. Week 15, 3 for 7. Week 16, 3 for 4. And, of course, I know that there was a um, bye week in there, too, but I just didn't want to. Anyways, the point of all that was is just to show you how up and down it, has, it was for him. There were games where he was getting two targets, and there were games where he was getting nine, or he was getting seven, or he was getting eight. There are games he had zero catches. There's game we have four catches. Or five catches. So it was all over the board for him. And and it's not all his fault. We all know that quarterback play had a lot to do with that. Um, but when I see just like such a such a shift in and the productivity level week by week, it kind of makes you wonder what was going on. What was the game plan? Was the game plan to make you that guy for this game and then back off for the next game? 
or was it that you weren't able to break away? Was it that quarterback competency was, you know, a factor? O-line competency was a factor? I know there are a lot, but, you know, as, as just digging into the receiver himself, that is Alec Pierce, I have to say that it was super inconsistent for him um, just seeing the big games, low games, the highs, lows, highs, lows, highs, lows. There weren't a lot of neutral games. It was either a solid game or, uh, dang, where's Pierce at today game? I would have to say that, you know, Pierce is not a high volume receiver, at mm -hmm. least right now he isn't, especially in his rookie year. You know, we saw the struggles, we saw the flashes, um, but, you know, Alec Pierce, he, he, he doesn't, he's, to me, he doesn't get tabbed as like a possession receiver. He is going to, I feel like going forward, unless, you know, his game evolves, I think he is going to be uh, that, that vertical deep ball threat, um, which is going to, his productivity is it, it's going to lag sometimes like the Vikings game. He had five targets, didn't catch any of them. Um, well, we, we know how shaky our offensive line play last year was. We know the play call in was, was vanilla. We know the quarterback play uh, and we're going to get right into it. You know, I, <laughs> there was just a lot wrong with our offense last year. And this is why I'm hoping under a new system, new head coach, new quarterback, better offensive line play, hopefully we can see Alec Pierce develop in the right direction. But what I want to talk about uh, to start out with is just the offensive philosophy, what Pierce will be stepping into essentially. So let's start with Shane Steichen. Explosive plays. We've heard that before. I I'm ready to see it. Mm -hmm. According to Marcus Mosher, the Philadelphia Eagles last season were ranked second in explosive plays in 2022. So explosive plays are going to account for rushes of 10 plus yards and receptions of 20-plus yards. They had 97 explosive plays last year, ranked second in the NFL. 97 explosive plays total. I <laughs> I didn't even check where the Colts ranked. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they were near the bottom. I, I didn't even look. I, I, I was not wondering about that. But look, Pierce, I think one stat, I don't know if you read off Jamal, but 14 and a half yards per reception. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's, that's 17 solid. yeah that's 17th highest in the league on that inept offense last year he was the 17th highest in that category You're probably thinking 17 isn't that high but <laughs> guess what also wasn't high last year our offense so <laughs> 17 is pretty darn good given the situation explosive plays i think they're going to come with that vertical passing attack ladies and gentlemen let us know in the comments below if you're on youtube who you think is going to flourish in this offense? If you had to pick the one guy, who would it be? Right now, my pick is going to be Alec Pierce. We all know Alec Pierce is that primary downfield threat. He's going to get plenty of those one-on-one -on -one situations, especially now with Anthony Richardson stepping in the in the game. You know, Anthony Richardson, he can make every throw in the NFL. We talked about how he's gonna he's gonna see different coverages that you know Matt Ryan and Nick Foles. Uh, yeah, I had a mind blank. That Matt Ryan and, and Nick Foles, you know, you only have to worry about them in the pocket. You ain't got to worry about them scrambling out to the outside. None of that. You don't have to drop a linebacker down to watch him. Where, where are he going to go? Look, it's going to be lovely to watch. I, I just think Matt Ryan with his limited arm strength, it's still show enough for Alec Pierce and his upside on those one-on-ones down the sideline. Y'all remember that. 
whether it was incomplete defensive pass interference or a 20-yard bomb. Like, we saw Alec Pierce go up. And and I, I want to talk about Alec Pierce's weaknesses that that I feel like Shane Steichen's going to be able to limit, you know. Alec Pierce isn't the best route runner. Like he he doesn't he doesn't run a full route tree. He's 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 not creating separation like like all these other guys are. <clears throat> but I feel like that can be minimized, in my opinion. He's still a big bodied receiver who's direct mismatch to a lot of cornerbacks. And then he's got that huge catch radius and strong hands. So really, like, yeah, more separation would be better, but he doesn't he doesn't need that almost to to get his catches to to do what he needs to do to move the chains. But uh, I, I I also feel like we do have to temper our expectations uh, through the first year. You know how hype we are we were about the Colts last season, and we predicted double digit wins. It fell back on us, guys. So so we do have to make sure we're, we're not going crazy here because we don't have an AJ Brown, we don't have a Devonte Smith. To be honest, I've yet to see a Colt make a crazy a crazy like catch like Devonte Smith has. If we're just looking at last season. I mean, it, it just wasn't really possible. We didn't have Jalen Hurts. We didn't have that offensive line. It, it's it's a different situation. Um, I still think Shane Steichen's going to be a formidable play caller, though. But I want to just let everybody know, I mean, I, I think Alec Pierce Pierce's production should go up this year. It should. Everything's trending in the right direction from, from what we just broke down. But we also have to make sure, like, he's no A.J. Brown. He's no Devontae Smith, at least yet. I, I just haven't seen it. Like when I watch Devontae Smith, I'm like, dang. That man is I mean, he's an elite route runner and he makes grabs at his side. Like, I don't know, Jamal. That's just me. Hey, he's different. He's different. I ain't no denying that. Yeah. Um, and I I want to touch base on the explosive play calls um that you talked about with the Eagles that they had last year before I get into some of Pierce's weaknesses and how he can develop in twenty twenty three. So I know you mentioned that that the explosive play for the the pass is a ball over 20 yards, correct? Alec Pierce yes. managed to grab seven out of the 15 20 plus bombs that he got last year. That's 47%, everybody. And remember that some of those were DPIs. So of course that you know they they he he managed to to draw that to draw that penalty, which is exactly what we wanted. I don't expect him to be at 80 90% but dog to wrap seven out of 15 that were that was over 20 yard bomb that's that's solid i'll take that for for a rookie you know especially knowing that that was his specialty he was a deep ball threat force is um, the play not negated if it's a dpi maybe it was negated maybe it was negated i was looking at a, a stat from off of espn um it didn't it didn't give a full breakdown sometimes you know they have like a little information button beside it but um even with that being said though, even if it is negated you know Call it what you want. That probably knocks out five or six of, uh, but seven out of 15, nonetheless, 47%. I'll still take that from him, especially with being a rookie coming in there um, and not being afraid to go up for it with, with someone who has a very limited route tree, as you mentioned, someone who doesn't create a lot of separation. Um, that's a pretty tough task to do to just go up for against any cornerback and, and try to get the ball down every single time. Um, you know, of course, some of his other weaknesses, he hit that rookie wall. Reggie Wayne talked about it during the season and i know that the rookie wall definitely probably didn't help out especially when you're on a team that is under as bad as the colts were last year with his offenses not a lot of motivation to try to even get better um but looking into 2023 he can do a lot he got those first year jitters under his belt 
Uh, again, like you mentioned, I don't even have to go down the whole Anthony Richardson phase, but he's got a, a, a new weapon, a huge new weapon that walked in the building. So I, I think it's going to be clear that he'll have a chance to to flourish with that. And we're going to have we're going to have a Josh Downs at, at that slot. That's going to draw some attention away because we got to be honest here, even with Paris Campbell being here last year. We all were on our toes every single week because you didn't know what was going to happen. You didn't know if he was going to get hurt. And and historically, we know that he hasn't been here. So I'm sure teams probably had the same thing. He hadn't proved himself to other teams around the league yet. So they're not worried about him. Not saying that Josh Downs is is walking in proved, but that speedy scat back, we know that he he's going to be in that slot position. You're going he's going to draw attention. So I think that he will be that'll take a little bit of pressure off of Pierce as well. Um and then again, we are talked about Richardson playbook. Sykin said it already. Throw to score, throw to score, throw to score. That ball is going to be getting aired out. And and what better person do you have besides Alec Pierce who can get a chance to this offseason? As Reggie Wayne told him, get flexible, get flexible, get more separation, get that route tree built up, get more <laughs> separation. We know you can jump. We know you're not afraid to go up with everybody else. But you work on that footwork. Should get better with the offseason. That's what's going to set him apart if he can if he can manage those expectations of going out and getting a little bit better every single day during this offseason. That could take him to the next level. Again, not saying he's going to have the, the greatest breakout sophomore season ever, but those are small things that you can fix. You can fix flexibility daily by stretching. You can fix that footwork by going to drills. I need you to can, stretch more, man. No, you <laughs> me too. <laughs> that route tree can get better. I mean, again, you got you got you got Reggie Wayne as your as your wide receiver coach, someone who's been there, done it. He knows the ins and outs. He knows what works best for him. You know, so so take note from someone who has been at the the uh, most elite level, won that grand prize you won at that Super Bowl, and take notes from him and and watch the other receivers around you. Because I'd be a liar if I said if I was a receiver or any player in the NFL, I would always be watching the, the best player that's at at my position. Whether or not I have the same physical attributes to them, he may not have that that um you know justin jefferson speed or that Devontae adams grab but you can still fine-tune yourself and pick apart the small things that try to elevate you to the next level um so those are things you got to work on this off season because we want to see that productivity be better you know we, we want you to be able to be confident and cocky when you walk in the building but you got to be able to produce as well i like how you talked about josh downs <clears throat> i feel like they're already building a connection on that rookie minicamp, we've seen some throws to Josh Downs. It mm-hmm. looks beautiful. Um, we'll we'll see we'll see how good they look in the preseason. Oh yeah, and uh, minicamp, it, it's going to be great. But we're already seeing that chemistry being built. Um, back to the throw to score. Like, what does that actually mean? Um, I've interpreted that as you know those big downfield plays. You know, we're, we're going to use the round ga- uh, run game. We're, we're going to break ground with that, but we're also going to keep you on your toes and hit that vertical passing, uh, that downfield threat. Because what I really expect from this offense, you know, we saw games last year when Matt Ryan was chucking the ball 40 to 50 times. I don't know if I see that this year with Anthony Richardson mm-hmm. back there. I don't know if I really do. I still expect this offense to lean on the run game a little more. You still have Jonathan Taylor back there. Back there to lean on. You still have him. Anthony Richardson, best dual threat quarterback in this draft, has been added. Quinn Nelson is still one of the best guards in the NFL, despite the down season. Blake Freeland, great run blocker. We just picked him up. I don't know. It it just seems like 
it just seems like we're we're, we're going to lean on that run game. I'm I'm thinking low volume passing attack, thirty to thirty five passes a game. Because when you look at Jalen Hurts, he only threw the ball like thirty two times a game. Like he didn't throw the ball a lot, but he still had three hundred plus yards a game. Mm-hmm. Why? They had explosive plays going on. They they had that three headed monster back there with the Russian attack. So I'm wondering if, you know, Jonathan Taylor won't be the bell cow he's always been. I, I hope he is. That I mean, he flourishes at that. We we noticed uh when Marlon Mack was back there a few years ago and and they were like John, Jonathan Taylor was getting like 10 carries where he was getting like 99 yards. And then I I I always ask the question like why is JT not getting the ball more? He's way more efficient. Give JT the ball. And they finally did. Had a breakout season. Crazy mm-hmm. things happen. But I just hope we don't end up like, you know, the Chicago Bears. You know, we, we have this elite Russian attack, best Russian attack in the league last year for them. And they only won three games. Like <laughs> It obviously does not matter. I mean, dudes, they, they, they were running the ball in the fourth quarter down like 21. It was crazy. <laughs> I, I, I don't understand that. But <laughs> maybe they were secretly tanking. But still. I think all in all, Jamal, Alec Pierce should still be. I, I think he flourishes in this in this new offensive game plan we have. Hopefully, he's not used utilized as only like a downfield threat. Like I think that's that's his role right now. Just he he's going to be that deep ball specialist. I mean, we we saw some plays where he was doing slants over the middle and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I saw a lot of incompletions though. So mm-hmm. I hope he develops into more of a middle of the field guy too. He he's promising. I like Alec Pierce. Season's going to be exciting nonetheless, but win or lose, I'm I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I agreed heavily with everything you just said there. And I think just one of the biggest things that's going to build up on this season that's going to potentially hopefully make it better overall for us is the confidence. The confidence throughout the building should be at, at, a, at an extra high level. Um, again, you know, I, I was reading a quote just the other day and it was talking about how like you can always tell whenever you can always tell what was wrong with the old coaches by the way the players talk about the new coaches uh because the things they're going to talk about are things that old coaches lack and and quentin nelson you know i he he just went he was just talking just about different things that shane Sykin brought to the table different things that tony sperano brings to the table and so on so that lets you know there that that those are things that he felt as someone who's been in the organization since his rookie season that maybe the colts organization was lacking at that point so the confidence when you have your players start to build that confidence. They're going to feel better within each other. Alec Pierce is going to feel better when knowing that the playbook is going to be more developed um, for, for him to maybe start to learn new routes, maybe start to be, like you said, go across the middle of the field, know that the running attack is going to be there. Everyone is a building block. It's stepping stones for everybody. And when the confidence gets built up the way it should be, everyone's going to flourish just a little bit more, just a little bit more every single time. And I think that going back to what you are just saying, um, not to harp on that, but just going back to what you're saying about the run attack, I think it should be strong. We don't want to see, we don't need to have Anthony Richardson out there throwing 60 times a game. Let him build that confidence with the run. Once he, because once you build the confidence with the run, something you know you're good at, if he had any doubts of the accuracy, the last thing I want him out there is doing is throwing the ball 40 something times. Let him feel comfortable, get his water wings, and then take off with the throws. And I think that it truly will help out Alec Pierce Michael Pittman, Josh Downs, it'll all go hand in hand with them. And and the team should flourish. It's just fresh faces, new beginnings, and development should take off from here. Just don't expect a thousand yard season for yeah. right now. No, 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 no. I mean, if he got 593 with with Matt Ryan back there, I think he could get 700 or so, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna shoot for the swing for the fences on that. 
especially with the low volume passing attack that I'm yeah. that I'm envisioning. That there's not that many receiving yards to go around. Anthony mm-hmm. Richardson, let's say he starts week one. What do you think he throws? Like 3,000, 3,500 passes, something like that. But it's, he's he's not, I don't think, I don't think, this is just my opinion, he's he's going for 4,000 plus. I just, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't see it right now. Uh, yeah. Maybe something changes, but yeah. Hey, look, that's going to be it for us, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Colts cast today. We're live on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or any platform you use to listen to podcasts. We'll be back next time to give you some more Indianapolis Colts content. Y'all take care. Have a good one.